Well, hello again, lovelies, and welcome back to my Sexy Stories podcast. I am Virginia, or Miss Waits, and I invite you into my parlour for delightfully naughty paranormal tales of The Manor, the exclusive adults-only club nestled in the heart of the English countryside. But first, be a darling and remember to pick up your copy of the companion ebook for all the delicious plot. Just search for my name, Virginia Waits, at your favourite online retailer and up it will pop. Or visit my lovely website, virginiawaits.com for all the links. So, where were we? Ah, yes, Joshua has been welcomed by the whole of the manor's pack and become intimately familiar with many of them. However, This does not mean his old pack are willing to just let him go. They have attempted to gain entry to the manor's lands to retrieve him, but have been repelled with ease by Paden, the resident Kelpie. Tom, the manor's only merman and Paden's mate, chose to accompany him and the excitement of the encounter has had a certain effect on him. The pair really need to work off their excess energy. Welcome to The Manor, Season 1, Episode 3. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. After helping with the final security check once the manor closed, Tom headed for his room. He was usually tired enough to fall into bed and get some much-needed sleep, but not tonight, even though he had been extra thorough. The open threat from earlier in the day had everyone being that bit more careful. Lucy's magic protected them, but no one wanted to leave all the burden on her. Tom was buzzed. Being so close to Payden's raw power as the Kelpie dealt with the wolf pack had been energising. He hadn't felt remotely tired since. Beginning to strip off, he looked at his bed with its comfortable mattress but it wasn't calling to him. In fact, he was sure, even if he did lie down, he wasn't getting any sleep any time soon. Stepping out of his trousers, he threw them over the back of a chair and made a quick decision. He undressed before stepping into his ensuite bathroom and turning on the shower. With ruthless efficiency, he removed all the dirt of the day and then some, before drying himself off just as fast and heading back into the other room. 
Pulling on his jeans, he walked straight out the door. He grabbed a torch on the way out and walked barefoot round the back of the old stable block and into the grounds beyond. It was a clear night and, although the moon was not full, it gave plenty of light to see where he was going. Using the torch just to check he wasn't about to fall over anything on the ground, he walked towards the lake. Hello, my siren. Hayden's words slipped into his mind as he headed for the small copse of trees to the right of the water. Hello, he replied. Am I disturbing you? Far from it, Payden told him. I have been waiting for you. I was that obvious? Tom asked. Maybe I should say I had hoped, Payden replied, and Tom felt more than heard gentle laughter in his mind. Possibly the encounter with Josh's pack had not just had an effect on him. Conflict stirred the blood of Kelpies as well as Merfolk, it seemed. Shall I come in? Tom asked as he skirted the lake. The grass felt slightly damp under his toes, unlike the parched ground he had just crossed. It hadn't rained in over a week, and the last edges of summer had taken their toll. But everything in Payden's domain was always succulent. No, Payden replied. I will come to you when I am ready. Tom smiled. It sounded like he was in for a game. He always enjoyed Payden's games. What should I do? he asked, more than willing to play. You are a hapless human, trespassing in dangerous places, Payden replied. Oh, I like this one, Tom replied, uh, but nothing came back. The game had begun. Tom walked just past the copse of trees so they sheltered him from the view of the house as he planned how he was going to play this he thought about taking off his jeans and pretending to be bathing in the lake, but decided against it. It made it too easy. After all, he wasn't wearing anything else. There was a chance his jeans would not survive the encounter, but he was willing to risk that. He could get some more, and he always needed rags for cleaning the tools he used on his bike if the worst came to the worst. There was a flat rock sticking out of the bank, just beside the lake's edge, so he sat on it, dangling his hand in the water. If Payden wanted a hapless human trespassing, a hapless human Tom would pretend to be. Touching the water was like screaming, here I am, to a kelpie. The water was cool on his skin as he moved his fingers the moonlight glinting off the ripples he was making. It was peaceful and calm, and the opposite of the events of the afternoon. Tom could get lost in the reflections dancing on the water if he let himself. It was beautiful, and he enjoyed it, keeping his supernatural side completely buried, not even using his sense of the water. 
Sometimes it was fun to enjoy things at the simple level. Allowing his mind to wander, he refused to think about what Payden may or may not be planning. He was so wrapped up in not thinking that when two red eyes appeared just under the water staring at him, he shied back instinctively without any play-acting whatsoever. Just as quickly as the eyes had appeared, they were gone, and Tom knew exactly what he was supposed to do. He was a hapless human, after all. Leaning over the water, he touched it again with his hand, swirling it as if trying to figure out what he had seen. Idiot, he mouthed to himself, sitting back on his stone. That I would have to agree with. He almost did jump out of his skin when those words were whispered in his ear. Turning, he put his hand to his chest as his heart hammered to find Payden standing next to him. How his lover could move so silently, Tom would never know. It seemed he hadn't had to do a lot of pretending so far. Who are you? He signed in very vigorous movements, slipping into the role he had been given, even as he gave Payden a quick up and down. His lover was in his human form, all pale skin and black hair. You are trespassing. Stop gesturing at me and tell me who you are, Payden said, black eyes fixing Tom in place. Tom put his hand to his mouth and shook his head. You do not speak. Well, at least I will not have to put up with your bleating, Payden snapped, frown deepening. It does not change the fact you have trespassed in my territory. Trespassed? Tom signed back, trying to ignore the throb in his groin the sight of his naked lover caused. This was a game, and he intended to play it, even if what he would have liked to do was kiss all the way down Payden's muscled chest and then some. Stop waving your arms, human. Think, and I shall pick the words from your mind. Payden said, looming over him and letting the demon red melt into his eyes. What the hell? Tom thought very loudly, staring. Worse than that, human, Payden responded, smiling to reveal neat little fangs in his mouth. Vampire, Tom mentally yelped, trying to escape back over his stone. Payden laughed again, catching him by the hair and pulling him back. It hurt as his scalp complained, but it was a good hurt. Worse than that, too, Payden told him. You have trespassed in my lake, human. How would you like to die? Die? Tom whispered in his mind, looking up as best as he could while Payden held his head at an awkward angle. There is no other price, human, Payden said. You have touched my water without permission. Your body is mine. What are you? Tom asked, playing terrified human for all he was worth. Master of all I survey, Payden replied, leaning over him so their faces were only centimetres apart. 
Tom shivered. He couldn't help it. Payden was one of the most powerful supernatural beings at the manor, up there with Lucy and Draga, and his energy made Tom tingle. I don't want to die, he said. Please, the price must be paid, Payden snarled back, baring his teeth. Tom glanced down at Payden's half-erect cock, nestled in the deep black hair. Maybe, maybe, he stuttered, there is another way I can pay? Payden followed his eyeline and laughed. You think yourself worthy of me, human, Payden said between chuckles. Not worthy, Tom replied, but willing. His dick throbbed in his jeans. This game was definitely pressing all the right buttons. He licked his lips, looking into Payden's eyes. There have been those who have begged for my touch, Payden growled out. A human could not endure it. I'll beg if you want me to, Tom said. Payden looked him up and down. You already are, he said, letting his eyes linger on the bulge in Tom's jeans. Tom swallowed as Payden pushed him back onto his elbows on the rock. Death by water would be faster, and some would say kinder, Payden said, still holding him by the hair. Tom shook his head. Then death by pleasure it shall be, Payden decided, and placed one now-clawed hand over Tom's groin and squeezed. Tom groaned and then whimpered as Payden shifted the pressure. I hope you are not fond of these, Payden said, stroking one finger along Tom's jean-clad leg. Not any more, he replied. Now Payden smiled and replaced the pad of his finger with a claw and proved just how sharp those talons were. The denim split with little to no resistance as Payden slit it from hip to foot with an artist's skill. Even the hem at the bottom simply gave way. Tom's breath caught in his throat as his lover took his time returning to the top and doing exactly the same thing on the other leg. It was destructive, but sent sensual messages all over Tom's body. Payden's claws were lethal weapons, but also a master's tools. They caused a thrill in Tom's belly, a sizzle of excitement, but he never felt in real danger. Only as Payden once again turned his attention to Tom's groin area did he remember his jeans were probably about to be no more and quickly stuffed his hand in his pocket. He retrieved the small packets of lube he had in there and put them on the rock. There was role play and then there were practicalities and Tom liked to be practical when he could. One of the perks of living at the manor was that they had their own range of sex supplies, including conveniently portable lubricants. Payden ignored his antics as if they weren't happening.
slipping one claw under the first button of his button fly, Payden made a flicking motion, and the fastener went flying off, away from the water. Tom breathed shallowly as he stared, fixated on what his lover was doing. Each remaining button went the same way as the first, landing with a clink on the stones beside the edge of the trees. It was mesmerising. But Payden didn't stop at the buttons. The seam at the base of the fly had no chance, causing Tom to draw in a small gasp. He could see Payden's lethal touch, so very close, and yet not touching him at all as the deadly claw slid through the threads like a fish through water. Like an artist drawing lines, Payden joined this slit to first one and then the other leg slit. Tom's jeans slid off him like so much rubbish, leaving him bare in the moonlight. Maybe I rushed to judgment, Payden said, running his hand over the inside of Tom's thigh. The nails on his skin were blunt and human-like once again, but they still made him moan and his cock twitch. You will feel pleasure as you have never felt it, human, Payden said, ever so lightly dancing those nails over his balls. Tom said nothing, keeping his thoughts non-verbal and only moaning. Payden pulled his hair and he moaned again. I believe you, he said. He could feel the wildness of his lover just below the surface. They didn't play games often, but Tom loved it when they did. This was Payden revealed, not the lover and tender partner, but the supernatural creature with ferocious power at his core. It excited Tom in ways he could never quite explain. Payden leaned in so they were nose to nose. Tom shivered, looking into his lover's dark eyes. They were like the depths of the lake where barely any light filtered down from the surface but tiny sparks of life glistened anyway, bottomless. Tom gasped when the stillness broke and Paydon pulled his head to the side, licking from the crook of his neck to his ear in a long stripe. Paydon hummed under his breath. I like the taste of you, human, Paydon said, and did it again. His breath caught in Tom's throat and he groaned deep in his chest as Payden also squeezed his balls. Finally, Payden released his hair and he fell back slightly, fully leaning on his elbows. Payden licked his lips as if savouring the taste and Tom couldn't help noticing his lover's pink tongue undulating and changing shape from human round to demon-pointed and back again. He was barely ready when Payden bent down, touching that tongue to the skin just above his belly button, before dragging it upwards with delicious slowness. 
Caden worked upwards over Tom's abs, between his pecs and right up to his throat. He put his head back, making himself even more vulnerable, moaning as Payden finished the stroke on the tip of his chin. I like the taste of you a great deal, Payden said with a wicked smile. Fat was as far as Tom got before Payden decided to show him just how much and attacked him some more with that tongue. It didn't matter where Payden roamed, each touch built on the one before, and that, along with the firm pressure his lover kept on his cock and balls, had Tom squirming and panting and moaning loudly enough that anyone could have heard him halfway back to the manor buildings. Then, suddenly, it was gone. Tom opened his eyes, only then realising that at some point he had closed them, to find Payden standing beside him, staring down. Turn over, Payden instructed. Half his muscles were apparently made of jelly as Tom went to comply. Hurry up, human, Payden told him impatiently, as he struggled to remember what coordination was. Sorry. He apologised, doing his best to focus. He knelt on the dirt and placed his hands on the rock. A good enough was his only warning as Payden moved in behind him. His knees were none too gently pushed further apart as a hand on his back pushed him to his elbows, so his ass was in the air. He knew Payden would never hurt him, but his stomach did a momentary flip as his lover so completely took control. Firm fingers took hold of his buttocks, spreading the cheeks before that wicked tongue was back, this time licking a stripe from his balls up and over his hole. Fuck was the best he could do in response. Not yet, was the laughing reply. Even as Payden began to lavish his balls and hole with more attention, he could feel his lover's tongue changing, depending on what Payden was doing with it. Flat and firm over his perineum, pointed and thin, almost snake-like to tease the edges of his arse, and, even more mind-blowing, forked to slip either side of his balls, just tickling the base of his cock. Payden tasted and teased him mercilessly, making him moan and writhe with just that magical tongue and talented lips. Tom was beginning to think maybe it was possible to die from pleasure when Payden stepped it up a gear. Payden breached him with that tongue for the first time, and it changed yet again, thickening as it pushed into him. It was there and gone, and it sent sparks up his nerves. Tom could only make small, needy sounds aloud, but his mind refused to be remotely as silent. Not a huge amount made sense as words and phrases bubbled up in his mind, but he couldn't have stopped them had his life depended on it. 
He begged Payden to stop. He begged him to keep going. He rambled incoherently, all in turn as Payden's tongue slid in and out and over his needy hole. They'd done this before, but never with Payden using parts of his demon form, and Tom had never felt so out of control. One second he thought he couldn't take any more, and the next he needed everything Payden had to give. That ever-changing, sensuous tongue breached him over and over again, turning his muscles into a trembling mass of want. He could barely hold himself up. If it hadn't been for Payden's strong grip on his hips, he probably would have collapsed forward. Once again, everything went from full on to nothing, leaving Tom shaking and panting with no coordination whatsoever. His brain could not keep up with the sudden change. Not that he had long to breathe. Even as he did his very best to gather his thoughts and figure out the sounds he was hearing, Payden was back. Strong hands took hold of his hips again. Knees urged his slightly further apart, and something much blunter than Payden's incredible tongue touched his hole. He had no idea when Payden had taken some of the lube. He hadn't even noticed— but his lover definitely had, because a slick cock pressed at his entrance. Payden had worked him so well with the amazing tongue that he was more than ready. He felt the stretch as Payden pushed into him, but his body gave to the intrusion in the most satisfying way. He moaned, Long and low as Payden slid all the way in, filling him. Now you will understand the dangers of trespassing, Payden said, voice so deep it was almost a growl. All Tom could do was tremble. When Payden began to move, Tom whined as his strung-out synapses fired, his skin was tingling all over, like every nerve was oversensitized. He felt stretched and full and open. It was amazing. His cock hung heavy between his legs, hard and wanting and untouched for what seemed like forever. His balls were tight, and every move Payden made, Every stroke, in and out, made his need burn. Yet, yet, somehow, Payden kept him on the edge, calculating the pleasure so perfectly there was no relief, no release. It made him ache, but he had no words left in his head to beg. Payden used him, pleasured him, made his vision flash with stars, his breath came in short, sharp gasps. His heart hammered, and it went on for an endless time. His arms were shaking, and he could barely remember what the game was. He was at the limit of his endurance. Then Payden stilled, fully inside him. I think I shall keep you, he whispered in Tom's ear. Forever.
Tom came, cock untouched, releasing everything he had over the stone. It was such a shock that he finally did collapse, but Payden caught him, rolling them both to the side onto the grass still joined. His lover fucked him slowly through his orgasm as he came apart completely. He could barely move as his body was rocked with small aftershocks. He went limp in Payden's arms. Tom, are you all right? Payden asked almost immediately, stilling and finally breaking character. He did his best to put two thoughts together. But it was hard. Tom? Payden asked, going to move away. That got Tom's mind and body back on track. He put his hand on Payden's hip to stop him. Good, he said, forcing his thoughts into motion. Your turn. He was very much aware that so far Payden had given all the pleasure. I think, perhaps. That may be too much too soon, Payden replied, and he could feel his lover smiling against his neck. Tom was about to reply in the negative when Payden pushed into him just a little, making him gasp and tremble all over again. That smile grew bigger. Maybe you're right, he admitted. He felt somewhat bereft but also a little relieved as Payden ever so gently pulled out. Come, my siren, Payden said, kissing up his neck. Let us retire into the cool water and enjoy its soothing embrace. Tom hummed a response, although he was unsure how well he was going to be able to make it to the water's edge. And... Maybe later we can play again, Payden added, scooping him up in strong arms before he could react and striding into the lake. Tom took issue, mentally pointing out he was anything but a damsel. But he didn't protest too hard. Ah, the joys of a moonlight swim, now that takes me back. And lovelies, we have reached the end of this week's instalment. I very much hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Don't forget to pick up your copy of the book of the episode, with all the lovely plot, as well as the naughty bits, available from all major online retailers. Links are at virginiawaits.com. See you next week for episode four, Shifting Insecurities, and more delightfully naughty adventures from the manor. It would make me ecstatically happy if you would do me the honour of subscribing. Until next time, lovelies. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org <laughs>